Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good evening, everyone. It is Saturday, June the 4th, 2022. It is currently 9.43 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from Abilene, Texas. Now, it's Saturday night. I have here on the t- in the t- on the table in front of me, I have notebooks, I have Bibles, I have my iPad here with the Blue Letter Bible app and other notes and commentaries, and well, I'm just spending time getting ready for tomorrow because tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. I'll be standing behind a pulpit and I'll be teaching uh, from the book of Jude because we've been working on Jude for now a, a, you know, a considerable amount of time, but we'll con- continue our study in Jude. And then at about 11.15, 11.20, I'll be standing behind the pulpit again and I'll be preaching from Romans chapter 9 and we've been studying uh, the book of Romans since I think 2019. A lot of years we've been working on the book of Romans. So we're going to continue those studies. And of course, in those studies, as I'm preaching and teaching the word of God, you know what's going to occur, right? Obviously, scripture will be read, scripture will be discussed, and some kind of interpretation will be offered, right? As I'm sitting here studying Jude, I'm trying to figure out some certain things about how I'm going to outline the book and how do we interpret this. If you listen to last week's study on Jude, we had a very interesting conversation about, you know, well, we won't go into everything. You you can go and listen, but it was a very interesting conversation, and I offered up a, an interpretation that some people I, I don't think had ever considered. So, be, but that's what you do in preaching, right? You expound the the scriptures, you exegete the scriptures, be, to try to find out what they mean by what they say. And not only I, not it won't just be me standing behind a pulpit tomorrow. Millions of people all across the United States of America. We'll wake up tomorrow and get in a car and drive to a church. And there they will attend maybe a Sunday school class. They will listen to a sermon and they're going to hear the Bible interpreted all across America. Some people may not even get in a car to drive to church. They may listen to sermons online. They, they, may, they may attend church watching a live stream video of it. Whatever the case may be, millions of people tomorrow will hear sermons. And in those sermons, I'm really going to stress this, They're going to hear interpretations of the Bible. Now, when Sunday, let's say by Sunday afternoon, by 1 or 2 p.m., let's say we could compile all of the interpretations offered tomorrow, like all the interpretations, and we were to collect all of them. You know what you would find? First of all, you would find contradictions that completely contradict one another. You would find find interpretations that declare other people's interpretations are wrong. You would get all kinds of different interpretations that contradict each other, and they may condemn one another. If there's any, if you, if you haven't been a Christian very long, you're going to learn this really quick. 2,000 years of church history has been 2,000 years of disagreements. This person quotes a scripture and says, this is what it means. Someone else comes along and goes, what are you talking about? This is what it means. There's so much disagreement in the body of Christ. This cannot be denied. This cannot be ignored. People try to play it down, but I'm just, I'm telling you, you get a commentary, you, you, you take a Bible, look up a verse, read it, and then go buy 10 commentaries. In many cases, you'll end up with 30 different interpretations. 
It can be maddening at times. Just think about it. Do churches agree on baptism? No. Do churches agree on the Lord's Supper? No. Do churches agree on how church leadership should be? No. Do churches agree on uh, church discipline? No. Do churches agree on salvation? No. Do churches agree? I mean, you can just go on and on and on. Disagreement, 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 disagreement. They don't even agree on the hermeneutical method, which should be utilized to come to an interpretation. Right, we've been talking uh, this weekend, we, we've been talking about a devotional book called Jesus Calling and all of the problems with it. And we saw that in that book, in the introduction, a verse from Isaiah is ripped completely out of its context. And then they quote Jeremiah 29, 11 and completely apply it to someone who's not in Babylonian captivity. Once again, ignoring context. So not only is there disagreement, let's just be honest, many Christians, even some pastors, even some Christian leaders seem to demonstrate a lack of ability and how to even handle and interpret the Bible. And the Bible warns about twisting scripture. The Bible warns about doing that, that we have to rightly divide the word of truth. And that there are those who twist scripture to their own destruction. So we have warning about how to handle it. And we've got to be careful. And we've got to study to show, show ourselves approved. And we could go on and on and on. But no matter, no matter how advanced we become, no matter how much technology is available to us, no matter all the tools that are available to us, no matter how many commentaries are available to us, no matter how many sermons are available to us, no matter the fact that we have 2,000 years of church history readily available to us on our phone, in spite of all of that, we're not coming closer in agreement in our interpretations. We're literally growing further and further and further and further and further and further apart. So is there ever going to be an answer? Is there ever going to be a solution? What if there was? Now, Christians love to claim the Spirit leads us into truth. Well, if the Spirit's been leading the Christians into truth, you think at some point we would come to agreement. So I, I believe that's a promise directed towards the disciples and the writers of the New Testament, because clearly he's not leading us all into, all into truth because nobody agrees on anything. Okay, so so um, that that doesn't that's not the solution. Many Christians say, well, the Spirit's going to lead us into truth. That's the solution. 2,000 years, and we are further apart than we've ever been, more division, more denominations, just, it just, it's, it's never ending. It's maddening at times. It can just be so frustrating. And if you don't believe me, grab, grab a microphone, grab a computer, start a podcast where you offer biblical teaching. And then you tell me how many emails you get saying, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. You're an idiot. You're stupid. You can't read. You should get rid of your microphone. It doesn't take long to start getting those emails. It doesn't take, because everyone thinks they're right. Hop on social media and offer an interpretation of a text and see how long it is. Someone will come along and go, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. And everyone is so dogmatic. Everyone thinks that they have it figured out. But we're further and further apart. But what if there's a solution? And what if the solution is right around the corner? What if the solution is already present? Now, if you have a piece of paper near you, I want you to write down two letters. Capital A, 
capital I. What if AI is the solution to a proper interpretation of Scripture? What if AI is the future of biblical interpretation? What is the correct interpretation? We turn to AI, it tells us, and we say, look, everyone, AI has told us what it is. Now, you may may be thinking, what is AI? Wait, what is AI? AI stands for artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence. Now, you may be familiar with that. Some of you may like, oh, I don't know what artificial intelligence is. Let's, let's just listen carefully. Artificial intelligence is intelligence demonstrated by machines as opposed to the natural intelligence displayed by animals, including humans. AI research has been defined as the field of study of intelligent agents, which refers to any system that perceives its environment and takes actions that maximize its chance of achieving its goals. The term artificial intelligence had previously been used to describe machines that mimic and display human cognitive skills that are associated with the human mind, such as learning and problem solving. This definition has been since has has since been rejected by major AI researchers who now describe AI in terms of rationality and acting rationally which does not limit how intelligence can be articulated. Now, we could get into a whole discussion about the history of AI, the future of AI, what it is, what it will, what it can do, but theoretically, I'm just going to say theoretically, what if They could develop an AI system, right? Specifically designed for biblical interpretation. And every church could get one. Maybe it costs $1,000. Maybe it costs $5,000. You just put it right up there next to the pulpit. And you say, today we're going to be studying this passage of scripture. And then the AI says, Here's the the textual context. Here's the historical context. Here's what you need to know. Here's the meaning of the key words. And here is the correct interpretation of this passage. Here's the correct outline. Here's the correct definition. And here is the possible application. What if AI literally could just do it? What if AI, not only could it interpret the Bible, then AI could literally, then you could basically have a, it could create a hologram of basically a pastor who then could just give the artificial intelligence interpretation. It could, it could give the preaching of the text and the interpretation. I know you're like, this is crazy. This is antichrist stuff. I understand that, but I, but I'm trying to be serious. What if AI could interpret the Bible? And do so correctly. Now, I want you to be honest with me. Some of you may be listening. You believe in infant baptism. What if AI said, you're wrong? The Bible does not support infant baptism. It rejects it based off the text alone, not church tradition, not history. Based off the text alone, AI does not believe that is a correct teaching based off scripture alone. What would you do? What would we do? Those of us who believe in baptism only for believers, not of infants, believers' baptism, and by immersion. What if AI said we were wrong? That it's by sprinkling, and it includes infants. 
would you would you admit uh, I'm wrong? I'm wrong. Would you would you surrender your interpretation to artificial intelligence? Now, knowing human beings and watching 2000 years of church history, we'd be like absolutely not. You're wrong. I we would we would argue with the artificial intelligence going, "You don't know what you're talking about," even though it can analyze all of the words, all of the the history, it can analyze everything in seconds. It can analyze all of it. The average Christian, I still don't think would care. And here's the reason I know is because you can spend your life going to school, earning degree after degree after degree after degree. You can study the text for 15 hours, stand behind a pulpit and preach it. And 15 seconds later, you get an email going, you're an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. You're like, well, how much time have you spent studying it? Doesn't matter. You're wrong. Okay. That's how Christians tend to act anyway. But in theory, could AI become the magisterial magisterial authority. I'm using that term because of the term used within Catholicism, that AI becomes the magisterial authority that offers an authoritative interpretation for all denominations. I mean, look, we've had a good run. We've had 2,000 years of humans trying to figure it out. We've had millions of commentaries written Billions of sermons preached, books written, devotionals written, and we look, we we've failed. We're we I mean, we've made a mess of it. We're more confused, more divided. It's it's just a train wreck. So what if AI is the answer? Now, you maybe say, well, that's just crazy. Well, what if I told you it's kind of already being used? What would you say? What would you say if I told you that it's already being used? Now the report says it's being used for interpretation. I think that's a little misleading, but let's just say it's being used in biblical research. Here's the story. Headline, researchers use AI for Bible interpretation. Now, I think that's completely misleading. I don't think it's interpretation. It's research. It's trying to establish history. It's trying to establish dating of books not necessarily interpretation. Here's a little bit of information, and I think this is interesting. One of the first applications for any new technology is the Bible. Gutenberg published a Bible around 1454 as what is thought to be the first major book printed using mass-produced movable type. Movies about the Bible were produced as long ago as 1897, Publishers used a Univac computer to produce a concordance, a kind of index for all the words used, uh, for a new Bible in 1955, which they said cut 23 years off the process. Now researchers are using image, image and analysis and artificial intelligence to help determine when the first books of the Old Testament were written. They're using what some describe as the ancient equivalent of post-its, and techniques developed through such handwriting analysis could end up being used in identifying contributors to other older documents. And then they get into a discussion about when was the Old Testament books written, or the books of Moses, the first five books of the Pentateuch, et cetera, et cetera. And they, and they are still trying to figure it out. I don't, I don't think there's anything necessarily 100% conclusive there, but they're trying to figure out because some people want to say, oh, it has to be much later, much later than everyone claims because people were too illiterate and they didn't have the ability to write. 
Now, some of that has already been proven wrong, but this is seeking to go, no, actually it was earlier than everyone thought, or at least it was possible. And AI is working on that. Now, guess what? Christians will be like, oh, if AI said it was earlier, see, AI proves the Bible is true and skeptics, skeptics wrong. But what if AI is then used to interpret the Bible and says, you're wrong. Your entire denomination is wrong. You, you baptize babies. You're completely wrong. Catholicism completely goes against scripture. What if AI turns around and condemns your entire theological belief system? See, if it agrees with what you want, you're going to be like AI to the rescue. If AI tells you you're wrong, you're going to be a AI is garbage and nobody should listen to it. Unplug the thing and remove it from the sanctuary. But what if every church could get an AI unit? And it literally gave you like, like the AI produces a statement of faith based off scripture alone. Here's what you have to believe if you hold scripture alone, and it's here's what you have to believe about salvation. Here's what you have, to, you have to believe about baptism, the Lord's Supper, church structure. And it's just boom, AI, the AI statement of faith based off scripture alone. We give it the scripture. We say what we need. And it says, here you go. Basically, it would be like, well, it'd be like doing this. It would be like doing this. Hey, Siri. Oh, I don't have it on on this one. Uh, Hey, Siri. I don't think I have it working. Okay. Forecast tomorrow. Should be sunny tomorrow. Daytime temperatures will hover around 102 degrees with overnight lows around 70 degrees. There you go. What if I could say, I won't say it now or it'll turn her her back on. I'll use a different one. Hey, Alexa, right? What if I say that and then it comes on and goes, yeah, how can I help you? Yes, I'm studying... Romans 9, I need a correct interpretation. Okay, one second. All right, here's the correct interpretation of Romans 9, or whatever the case may be. Can you, what, what would you, would you, would you trust it? Or would you trust yourself? Now, I know there's going to be some Christians like, absolutely not, will not trust AI. I've got the Holy Spirit in me. I know Christians talk that way, which to me is utterly arrogant because the minute you say that you got your interpretation from the Holy Spirit, you just claim that you have an infallible interpretation and everyone else is wrong because your your interpretation came from God. So that's already just insane. And again, let me tell you, if the Holy Spirit's leading us into all truth, then everyone should agree on it. We, we should have already resolved the question about baptism, the Lord, so everything should be resolved. But no, the Holy Spirit's not leading us into all truth. It led the original people who were told that into all truth, and that's how we got the Bible. That's how we got the Bible. It, the Holy Spirit brought to their minds what Jesus had said. He he led, the Holy Spirit led them into all truth, and, and that's how come the Bible was, well, produced by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Any other application of that is just, it's just logically foolish because it, it obviously did not happen. It's not happening. It's not happening. It's not happening. I wish it did. When I was in Bible college or seminary, I would just be like, Holy Spirit, lead me into all truth, and I would have got 100 in all of my tests. Didn't happen. Or Holy Spirit, I don't know this Greek word. Oh, thank you. And now I know the Greek word. It doesn't work that way, okay? There's no, it's not leading you into anything, okay? It doesn't work that way. So what if artificial intelligence is really the answer? And what if it brought about unity in the body of Christ? You would only have one denomination because it would, that, 
the AI would demonstrate that all the other denominations are incorrect. Now, I'm not saying that this is possible. I'm not. I'm just saying theoretically, in theory, what we do, we do because once I know this, as as intel as artificial intelligence continues to develop, and as technology continues to move forward, someone somewhere is going to say, "Here you go." I I, I gar- I I will make this prediction. I'll make this prediction. I bet you we get an AI made translation of the Bible within the next 10 years. They can take, AI could analyze all of the manuscripts, consider all possible textual variants and determine this is the best rendering here in in English. I bet you we get an AI created Bible translation in the next 10 years. Maybe I'm wrong. Now, there are some of you out there who are far more knowledgeable about technology, so you may like, you don't even know what you're talking about. AI is nowhere that advanced. But listen, if you've got AI analyzing, I'm sorry, I'm dropping my iPad. If you've got AI currently analyzing all kinds of writing, right, to determine when the uh, Old Testament books of Moses were written, that that's already analyzing writing. It's already analyzing analyzing language. So why couldn't you just give it all of the manuscripts? It could calc. It could look at the variants, determine which variant is probably the most likely accurate reading, and then give us a translation and, and the most accurate translation it could. No human error could be in the way. It would be artificial intelligence. I. It's got to happen. I just don't see how someone won't do that. Someone somewhere is going to do that. If they're not, so, hey, Bible publishers, listen to me, do that, because I want to see what would happen. What if we get an AI-produced Bible commentary? An AI-produced sermons? What if 10 years from now, Sermon Audio or Sermons 2.0 no longer has flesh and blood preaching, it's AI. It's a Siri voice giving us a sermon. It would make all of the mistakes. It would pronounce every word perfectly. It would not stutter over its words. Perfect pace and pitch and inflection. But the main thing, it would be perfect outline, context, historical context. What do you think? Think I'm, I don't know. I'm just, look, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm sitting here trying to interpret this stuff. Man, I, and I, sometimes I joke around. I wonder if I could just say, you know, her name. Hey, you know, she's right here in my, in my iPad. Let's talk to her again. Hey, Siri. For some reason, it's not. Hey, Siri. Current weather condition. It's currently clear and 81 degrees. Expect partly cloudy skies starting early evening. Temperatures are heading up from 82 degrees to 100 degrees this afternoon. There you go. What if I could just ask her, hey, how how to fix something, how to work something, or just give me my sermon? I think it's an interesting concept that we're going, I think... We better start thinking about the implications of it now because the implications are coming. You say, well, maybe not in your lifetime. Maybe not. 
but in your children's lifetime or your grandchildren's lifetime, it's coming. It's, I'm telling you, it's going to happen. It, it, it's, it's going to be on a, its way. I just need to find the right people in the field who can tell me how it's being used or not being used. But I think it's going to happen. And I don't know what that means for the church. I don't know what it means for the church. I don't know what it means for the future of biblical interpretation. But it could have radical implications if an AI unit basically says, here's the correct interpretation, and it could literally annihilate in an entire denomination saying, you're, the entire denomination is wrong. Do, you, do we end up with a divided church? Instead of thousands of de- denominations, we end up with two, the pro-AI church and the anti-AI church. I know a lot of a lot of just theoretical talk this evening, but hey, that's what I'm talking thinking about while I'm sitting here trying to figure out Jude and Romans. So if I'm thinking it, why not share it with you? Right? Right? Okay. You can email me your agreement, disagreement, your thoughts about any of this. Some of you are very much more advanced and you know uh, technological studies, computers, AI. And you can, you can give me your background and your credentials, and I'd love to get your thoughts on it. I'm doing a lot of guessing and speculating, but I do have an article here about how uh, researchers are using AI. Again, the article says Bible interpretation. It's really Bible research trying to determine the dating of books, but that would be, that could be major instrumental. A lot of times there's much, for example, today we talked about just briefly, and that I think it's a study we have to do the mosaic authorship of psalm 91 right that's a major that's a major issue in how to interpret it here's another one the dating for the book of revelation preterist wants to put it before 70 AD non-preterist usually dates it like close to 9995 AD what's the correct what's the correct dating for the book remember higher criticism higher higher criticism came nope that was written after the Babylonian captivity. It was not predictive of it because it was written after it. It wasn't giving prophecy. It, it, may, it may look like it was given prophecy, but no way, no way. It was it was written way after the events. That critics use that to to call into question the truthfulness and accuracy of scripture or to call into question the accuracy of biblical prophecy. Well, it's easy for it to look like prophecy. It was written after the fact. If AI could go, no, 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 no. It was written before. That would be a major, that would be a major thing in uh, biblical apologetics. I mean, the implications of AI and Bible interpretation and Bible research, to me, maybe other people have talked about it, but to me, there's, there's something fascinating coming down the road. I don't know when, and I don't know where it's got to be within the next 10 years. It's got to be. Somebody's going to say, here's the most, uh, the, the Bible known all around the world, translated in languages all around the world, and everyone disagrees about it. Here we go. Let's see what we can discover to be factual about the Bible. Dating of the books, authorship of books. I mean, right there could be absolutely essential. Uh, uh, what's the best translation based off all known textual variants and all available manuscripts? 
I mean, the I, I, I could spend all day going through everything I would want to see AI do. Now, I don't know how I don't I, I can't tell you for sure how it would what I would do with it. But I can tell you, I would definitely love to see all of that produced by AI, a commentary. I would like to hear a sermon pro, uh, produced by AI. I would. I mean, hey, you, humans, don't get mad. We've had we've had a long run, right? 2,000 years of church history. We've had our opportunities. We've had councils. We've had translations. We've had commentaries. And we've had billions of sermons. And all we get is more disagreement. Hey, maybe it's time for the machines to take over. Maybe it is time for Siri to take over. Hey, come on. Maybe maybe it's her time. Maybe it's her time. You say, well, that's a that's a female. She can't do it. No, it's it's AI. It, it, it's like it, it doesn't does matter if it has a female voice. Okay, all right. Uh, we 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 can ensure that it has a male voice for some people. Okay, but the point is, I want to I want to see this. I want to see it. And you can tell me what you think. Okay, I'm I'm sorry. Newsif at yahoo.com. Yeah. So you never know what you're going to get when you turn on the Theology Central podcast. You never know what's going to t- we're going to talk about. That's one of the things I love about not being restricted on one particular, I got to do it. I can only talk about the same thing. No, I, I like to be able to, well, we can explore the whole world as long as we do so from a theological perspective. But give me your thoughts. Newsif at yahoo.com. Can't wait to hear from you. Uh, YouTube, you know where to post the comments and uh, everyone else just well, have a great day. We'll be back on the air. I don't think I'm going to do anything else tonight. So sometime tomorrow morning, maybe before, maybe before 10 a.m. I may do something quick before 10 a.m. If not, 10 a.m., Book of Jude, about 11.15, 11.20, Book of Romans, and then Sunday night, Doctrine of the Holy Spirit, Pneumatology. That's what we'll be doing Sunday night. That That's the plan. But cards subject to change, as they say in boxing and other things. All right, but we'll see. We'll see how things go. All right. And if, if I can find AI to, to, to do all the teaching tomorrow, I'm going to sit in the pew and listen to AI and see what it has to say. All right. Yeah, I'm joking. All right. Everyone have a great day. God bless. Or a great evening. God bless.